Welcome to episode 11 of the Purpose Podcast. I'm Kendra Weaver, and this week our special guest is Hans Pierre, a man with quite the introduction, but I'll leave that for the interview. We discuss not succumbing to society standards, carving out your own path, and how Thesis went from only a one-time event to the largest community event in Florida. We connect the art to the artist and the artist to you. I'm here with Hans Pierre, no stranger to the Florida dance community, in fact, a pinnacle of the Florida dance community. He is known for many things, but at the core of it all lies heart, humility, and a drive to provide for the community. Your Instagram bio lists off titles such as professional dancer, choreographer, hip-hop event producer, sound selector, educator, host, and me. Culmination of who you are, and I love that you include me in there to distinguish a skill from your identity. Mm-hmm. That right there, I think, speaks volume for your character. Thank you. So. I appreciate it. That's one hell of an intro. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, we're in there. We're, we're, we're in there. <laughs> so you put on events such as Crew Love, Digs Deeper, and you're DJing around the world. Mm-hmm. How did you get into music, and what about it hooked you? I think that I started DJing just because I had a ton of music as a dancer. I kind of just little by little like just cultivated music because music was like one of the first things that made me want to dance. Like I think like hip hop culture and like the music is like super important. And I think that through like just the culture, it kind of like trickled from like the music to like what people were doing to the music. And so, yeah, it was just kind of like always like a synonymous thing. And as far as DJing, I just started because uh, I wasn't a fan of like DJs at events, I just felt like they could be doing better to say the least. So I was like, man, I could just, I could probably just do this. And I DJed my first event, which was my seven of smoke at thesis 2017. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I just kind of uh, bought a controller. I linked up with a friend of mine, Mahela, and she was like, you know, just play with my turntables. And little by little, I just like took the music that I had and just like figured it out. I kind of like put it together. Mm-hmm. been DJing ever since. And your focus is the feeling of a party because you feel like that's missing. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think that as time changes, I think interest in some of the authentic stuff might get lost just because it may not be as like cool or like, you know, notable, you know, just to like have fun. I feel like having fun isn't cool anymore. Mm. I feel like, uh, the dictation of like what's fun versus like what's cool is lost. So I, mm-hmm. I think that um, I think parties is is a great way to like have fun because you know it's not competition. It's not you know um, cipher. I guess it's not like you know let's see who got like the best skill or anything like that. It's just like literally let's just have some fucking fun. So you moved from Florida to LA in 2015, correct? Yes. What was that transition like for you? Was that something that was kind of building up? Did you know, like, years in advance, or was it more spur of the moment? I, so I went to, okay, so I'm trying not to make this long-winded. So I went to school for dance in Tampa. I went to HCC for, I want to say, three years. And when I was doing collegiate dance, I actually considered moving to New York. And I went to, like, a couple of, like, auditions and stuff like that. And I thought it was cool, but uh, I was born and raised in Massachusetts, so like I felt like I did my time with cold weather, and mm-hmm. I just like wasn't up for it, yeah. and I wasn't really up for a collegiate dance anymore. And then I went to that. I just skipped like a huge chunk of time, but like um, I want to say twenty. 
Yeah, the the fall of 2014, I went to the M Latitude camp that ML had, mm-hmm. and it's like a it was like a three, I think it was like a two or three week camp where you like got unlimited classes from like Debbie Reynolds and Movement Lifestyle and you know all the big studios and yeah it was in LA and you know you got to stay in a house and I think within that time and like exploring and like meeting people or like you know that type of stuff I was like yeah I think this this is what I want to do so the following year I just kind of got my crap together and just dipped out and I think that me leaving gave me the space to grow and not have complacency Mm. and uh, experience almost everything at a higher quality and like a higher facet Um, from like education to like performance to you know culture everything was just kind of like a bit maximized when I moved and so and I was also able to like see a clear difference between where I was and then like where I possibly could go you know right so that kind of leads into my next question because obviously everyone's path is different Mm -hmm. Um, but speaking for you do you believe that it doesn't matter where you are the environment is secondary like you can create all that you are where you live or do you feel that moving is sometimes necessary in order for certain things to come together I think it depends I think it depends on what you want to do because um I think well everybody's vision of what success is is different and I think that sometimes we get uh kind of misconstrued and like we get kind of confused because we see other people doing stuff and we we confuse idolization with inspiration Mm. and so like I think that like there's like a blurred line of like what success and like what is yeah I guess just like what what success is I think that you first have to figure out what you want to do like unsolicited by anything but like what you actually want to do and then based off of that, you know, you can decide on if where you're at helps you or, you know, kind of holds you back from it or maybe like just doesn't let you progress as much as you could, you know, in other ways. But it's like, you know, you can do stuff that you want to at home, but you can also do stuff when you leave. It just depends on what you want to do. You know? Right. Yeah. But there is such, such thing as like hometown syndrome where mm. you're like, you know, you kind of get complacent and you kind of uh, lose sight of like the bigger picture. I do believe that's like a real thing from like living in like one place for too long. It's like, you know, you just get used to it and you're like, oh yeah, I got it. Like I'm the best here. And then you never really grow. So yeah, it's a toss up really. So at what age did you move to Florida? I moved to Florida in 2006 in my freshman year. I never remember how old that is, (laughs) Um, but it was definitely the summer of 2006. Okay. So like freshman year, I was at 14 or 15, I think. 14, 15, 15, 16, 16, mm-hmm. 17, 17, 18. Like 14. Yeah, I was like 14. Yeah. And I moved to uh, a place called Lehigh Acres. Normally, no one ever knows where Lehigh Acres is. So I always say Fort Myers. And it's like a town next to like Fort Myers. So yeah, I went to high school there. And that's where I started dancing. And that's where I kind of like my life kind of shifted because I was in the sports before. And then the move was so drastic that like, I didn't really feel like playing sports anymore because it's so different. In the North versus the South, and there was like mm-hmm. dance in my high school because it was a arts high school. So I like took the dance class and just kind of like slowly stopped playing basketball and like slowly started like picking up dance. 
So does Florida feel like a home every time you come back? Yeah, yeah. Um, I always, it's it's really funny because a lot of people don't really know that I'm not from Florida. Right, yeah. This is um, me finding it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't really know that I'm not originally from Florida because um, of how much I attribute my lineage and like what I, everything that I kind of do now, you know, as far as an artist. As far as a person, a lot of my mannerisms and like my philosophies came from like me growing up in Boston and like right. in the North and kind of like how I'm so like, you know, cut and dry. And if I don't like really like, if I don't really fuck with something, then it's just like, I just don't, you know? So that's where I got like that from. But as far as like artistically, everything kind of sprung from Florida. So I always, yeah, you know, usually where it say, all started, so. yeah, I usually say Florida just cause it's a lot easier to like, you know, <laughs> associate me being from Florida and like Floridians and like all that stuff. Right. So, yeah. uh, what driving force, thought, or lasting words spoken to you has led you to lead the life that you currently do? Is there any like one hmm. thing that sticks out to you from time to time? Hmm. To be on the safer side, I'm going to ask you to repeat it. Of course. Just yeah. because I'm like, that's a good one. <laughs> I want to make sure that I don't just go on a tangent about how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> What driving force, thought, or lasting word spoken to you has led you to lead the life that you currently do? Ooh, okay. It was better the second time. I think that, I guess a driving force for me is that, like, I have this, like, thought process of, like, if I want to do something, then it's just fucking possible. Like, if I really want to do something, and sometimes it gets kind of, uh, I'm blanking on the word, but, I, like, I'll just, like, like, if I really believe that I can do something, I'll, I'll like, do it. And so, like, I feel like that type of, like, mentality has gotten me through mm. a lot of stuff along with the idea of knowing that I could do whatever I want to do as long as I come to a conclusion of, like, what I want to do based off of, like, myself and not, like, other things, you know? And so um, I think once I kind of grasp on that, yeah, I can say that that's, like, the driving force because, like, everything that I do, I'm, like, either... I want to do this or like is this what I actually want to do versus like what people will think is cool or stuff like that so right. like by looking at stuff like through that like side of vision it's a lot easier to um kind of figure out myself I would say so that's like the driving yeah a lot of people don't have that conversation with themselves <laughs> it's tough it's yeah. really it's it's really fucking tough because it, it it involves a, a lot of honesty and like really looking into like what you intake and and what you put out and like that balance of like what is you know for you and stuff like that right yeah, it's really hard what's the process been like for you as far as like building this foundation how important has patience been in that process foundation as far as what yeah it's pretty big um <laughs> no, I, like i said you know i can talk for hours with yeah. this raspy voice of mine um, but you know like with your vision of <clears throat> creating all these events uh -huh. um but at first it was just an idea so yeah. what was that like for you as far as like building where you were to where you are now i think that the process kind of started as uh well maybe not started as but a lot of it was based off of the idea that i didn't really i felt like i, I wasn't really getting a lot of opportunity to do some things that I felt like I could have. And so my natural reaction was just to be like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna do myself, you know? And so I think I just got in the motion of just like, 
I'm gonna do it myself, you know? Like, so if I don't like these battles, I'm just gonna have my own battle. If nobody's gonna let me teach, then I'll have my own classes or I'll start, mm-hmm. you know, I'll start a workshop tour with my friends. Uh, three, two, one, two, or shameless plug. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really exist anymore. But, <laughs> but um, you know, it's just like that idea of like just being able to be like, okay, I want to do something, but I'm being told that I can't. So I'm going to fucking do it the way I want to. And I think that little by little, it kind of gave me the ability to just be like, okay, what do I want to do? And how do I want to do it? And like, what's the intention behind it? You know? So I think that looking back at it now, it's kind of like, sort of blurred because it was just like work and then 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 now i think that it's kind of paying off for sure which is really cool to look at but it's a scary thing to kind of like have dawn on you because i'm like terrified of complacency i don't want to slip into a place to be like yeah this (laughs) is great ah you know what i'm saying like we're killing it yeah this is the best because once you start like you know, I mean, it is the best, but once you start, <laughs> once you start like, you know, falling into that space, then like you're more susceptible to complacency and not finding areas of growth and like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I think that I try to not look at the, like the present as like a, a huge marker of success or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So just keeping it like pushing for the most part. And then like, if it progresses, it progresses. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not succumbing to society standards or the social media takeover uh, and finding success in that method. How long did it take you to learn I like that? that. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Okay. I don't want to spin it, but are you saying that like I don't use social media and I still get stuff done? Or like <sighs> what I mean by that is Because that that's really good, actually. Yeah. You're not reliant on that taking you somewhere mm-hmm. um okay and people will post stuff all the time but uh-huh. you're just you know every once in a while here's what i'm doing oh like, okay other yeah. people are just yeah i mean you know um yeah yeah I get, I get what you're saying i get what you're saying you're not trying to lead it but yeah i get, I get what you're saying yeah, yeah um so i guess like i have this like weird relationship with social media because i love it but i hate it and I've seen some like really shitty things happen. Like, of course there's like cool advancements, but I feel like I've seen some really shitty things and I felt a lot of really shitty things about social media. And um, I felt like, I felt like there was a point to where I was doing stuff for other people. And like, it was kind of like, I feel like social media is a good way to market yourself, but sometimes we get caught chasing like the dragon and like, we're like, we get into this, like, I gotta, and I gotta, and I gotta, and the only way. And um, I just feel like that's not true because, like, I would see, like, amazing artists who can do stuff that is, like, out of this world have, like, no following. And then I see trash get, like, you know, like, a bunch of, like, mm-hmm. you know, love and support. So, like, I think that I, like, quickly realized that, like, social media is not, it's not a lie, but it's, like, not a good gauge on talent or skill or know-how. So I feel like once I figured that out, I was like, I don't really need this, you know? Like, I don't really need it. It's nice and it's it's fun, you know? And I think that um, it's good to share and keep people aware, but I feel like once I was able to detach myself from it and just look at it as just a tool that like you can either use for functionality or use just for entertainment 
it kind of like pulled me away from the like I got to and like mm-hmm. you know yeah because I do feel like you know a lot of people feel like they have to do things mm-hmm. but um which leads me to <laughs> <laughs> nice it's my segue yeah, yeah, yeah. it's my segue huh uh, Knock that out of the park. Um, you don't have to. Yeah. This whole movement. Um, Thing. Yeah. Supporting this one since the beginning. Still waiting on t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, you might just get the one and only t-shirt. <laughs> like, I won't even make one. I'll just make one for you. Yes, that's like, all I want. A center hit, like, really small. But oh, just my like, God. Yeah. So, Yeah. I do want to talk about this and make this a little, like, side note type thing. Yeah, for um, sure. Because, <coughs> yeah, I feel like this is all you. This is something you've kind of practiced and preached. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this society where finding solace and pride in your work, if you don't post it, is kind of like yeah. a gray area. Because uh-huh. it's like, oh, if people don't know about it. Is, am I proud of it anymore? And yeah. That's like... Yeah, it's tough. It's so tough. It's tough. It's tough because it it shows that insecurity, that kind of insecurity and that unsureness of yourself and like what you're doing stuff for, you know? And I was, I think at the beginning of like last year, I was like, you know, like at the end of the year, you know, that's when everybody get, you know, gets to post in and be like, this is what I did this year. And this is how cool I am. And like, you know, um, I, I don't really knock anybody because, you know, you could be proud of, like, you know, what you do and, you know, you can proclaim it, um, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, I got to the point to where so much was happening for me, you know, um, both in the both that's, like, important to other people and that's important to myself was what's happening. And I just couldn't keep up with, right. like, posting without it taking away from it. So I exactly. wouldn't. And I, I realized it felt the exact same, you know, like I didn't really need somebody to like, like my, <laughs> you know, like my, whatever the case may be. To validate what yeah, you did was. <laughs> for it to feel good. And then based off of that, I started figuring out what I actually wanted to do versus what I was doing for other people. You know, it caused me to want to like post things less because then it made me feel like the stuff that I did post actually had meaning, you know, because I felt like I just like was talking, but I didn't have anything to say. But now that I, now that I'm very conscious of the things that I say, it kind of like holds more weight now, you know? So it's not just like, Ooh, I had a nice PB and J sandwich today. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, today I'm having like, you know, grape jam. It's just like, Oh, Hans is talking. But if I'm like, Hey, you know, uh, stop filming dance videos for clout you know people are like oh shit yeah Yeah. that's right you know like it it just like makes more sense because it's like you know it just feels like um i'm taking the time to not speak unless i'm for real about what i'm saying you know so what is the intention behind what you're saying yeah and if i if if this is for you then i'm talking to a fake subliminal group of people or if this is just like how I feel, you know, it's like that. Like, Authentic. Yeah, you know, raw. yeah. 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 Uh, I want to go through a few of yours. So <laughs> 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 Just if you want to touch on them, if you don't, it's okay. Um, okay. You don't have to post a disclaimer along with your dance videos. Don't tear it down before people even watch it. <laughs> yes. Whoa, we are actually doing this and I love it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
Because <laughs> usually I just sit around with my friends and we just, you know, we just do this, you know, before. Yeah. But, um, but this is speaking to the people. So this is, this is speaking to the people, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I, I, okay, so I do feel like that. I do feel like we judge our own shit and, you know, and we, we cater to the people who may not like it or like who may not have something to say instead of just posting it and just letting it go. You know, it's the same as kind of like writing a novel about something, whether, you know, important or not, rather than just being like, you know, like today I had a long day, my feet hurt, and I just didn't feel like dancing today. But, you know, I muscled up the courage and I put my favorite shirt on and I started dancing. And it's just like a <laughs> regular bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's the case, just post a video and just keep it moving. Like, this is a video of me dancing. Like, I feel like people are scared to, like, just be, like, as cut and dry. Right. So they have to get like, yeah. creative with their captions when they really don't. Yeah, like just in case you don't, you know, yeah, I know I messed up on that eight count, but you know, versus somebody I who, wasn't gonna attend, but I'm so glad I did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't wanna be, you know, in the select group, but you know, <laughs> here it is. It's like, okay, just fucking let me watch the video and think what I think and then, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. You don't have to be in a select group in class to feel like you accomplished something. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like such a douchebag, but I love it. Um, but it's, it's literally what people think. And I, yeah, and I. But that's the thing that, like, to touch on that one, I feel like it's super true. You know, like you, you really don't. Like a lot of these things, like, are things that people think that are true. Like you know, because it's like this, like, unspoken rule that like people who are famous are in select groups. You know, and like, so I gotta do this to do that, and like nobody's really like, hey. You don't gotta do it. Everybody's just kind of like blindly leading it, you yeah. know. So like, I'm just kind of like, hey, you really don't like. You really don't have to be in a select group to do good in class. You can like sit in the back of the class. Like some of my like favorite educators I've seen, you know, will just take a class and just like chill on it, you know, not to like be put in the spotlight or not to like do anything extra. So like, you know, class is about learning, not about showing off. So if you're right. What are you doing? Yeah, you can't cater your growth based on how much, you know, how many people saw you kill this combination. It's mm -hmm. not about that. Right. So, yeah. You don't have to do a dance full out the entire time for it to be <laughs> done properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the term full out is a plague in our community because I feel like, I feel like dancers feel the need to always be, I'm making air quotes if you yeah. can't, you can't, cause you can't see, but uh, <laughs> full out, you know, as opposed to like, you know, having a, a true relationship to like music. Cause I feel like the term full out and just going off is kind of like the idea of like screaming in all of your conversations. Like when we talk, we like have like different inflictions and like different stuff like high moments and like low moments in like our speech we don't just talk like this when we talk to people you know what i'm saying like that's what i think about when people are just like full out like you know it's like you can be calm you can be you know to tens you can like fluctuate you know so like i just hate when people feel like i gotta like almost pass out for me to do a dance good because you don't and it's that pressure too with the camera which I yeah I don't even enjoy going to class anymore because it's like half the class is spent filming. <laughs> it's really bad in LA. It's, it's, it's really like... Bad. I, don't, I haven't taken a class in... Oh, God. I've been there for almost five years and I haven't taken a class in maybe like... I mean, like a choreography class. I like Maybe like a few like here and there, but like I don't go to any studios. Not because like 
Well, because I oh, well, there are a lot of trash classes out there, but like I feel like it's super fucking uncomfortable. Even if I do give it my all and I just want to learn, I feel like the person to my the left of me and the right of me is trying to get booked, and like the teacher is looking to prove something, and so it's like it's tough to like be honest and just want to fucking dance or get better. It's like right. there's a lot of like different stuff. So like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty tough. It's really bad in LA though. It's really bad. But you know, you just find a way to get around it and find like your friends who come up with choreography and just be like, hey, let's just do this exactly. real quick. And, you know, you just work your way around it. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, I'll touch on one more. Cool. Um, I feel like this is a doozy. I don't know. Maybe? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, let's see. Do I want to do this one? I mean, hey, we got time. Right. Uh, let's do them all. No, no. Just <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, hey, there we go. <laughs> I am so fucking um, horny. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna do two. Okay. You don't have to always battle at a battle. You can go and just dance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like to do. I was the weird kid who did like choreography and like freestyle because uh, I just thought that they were both really cool. That's that's the easy like way to explain it. I just felt like they were both super interesting and like I felt like they would make me a complete dancer because like I liked improvisation. And I liked the music, and that's what you know the authentic hip-hop culture came from and then i also like the technicality and being able to choreograph the music and put dance together and um as far as battling um i feel like just like we were saying earlier like the party aspect i feel like people go to prove something rather than just have a good time like we're not having a good time anymore so i feel like if you aren't battling or you can't get something from it then people normally don't go to a battle which sucks because like you know you don't get to experience what it's like to just not fucking battle and have no pressure. It's like every battle, there's always pressure and you're always pushing yourself and it's really just a fucking game. It's like, there are air quotes rules, but it's really just a game. It's really just a fucking game. So to put that much pressure on yourself is like not necessary at all. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to pick between being a freestyle dancer and a choreo dancer. Nice, nice segue. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, you don't. You don't because uh, I think for a lot of time there was this like you're either a freestyle dancer, you're a choreo dancer, or you know you gotta pick and like that's stupid. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. You know you can yeah it's just as simple as that. You can do whatever you want to and you don't have to actually pick between certain things just because other people pick or tell you that you have to pick. You know what I'm saying? You can change your mind or do whatever you want to basically. Yeah. I asked Mona this, so I'll ask you. She's lame. Just kidding. <laughs> Not really. What characters do the Floridians play in the book That's Your Life? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have heard hers. Um, <laughs> Zam. Okay. Um, hmm. I guess the Floridians, it depends on in, in which way we're looking at it, I think. I think from... From like, I guess like functionality sake for dance, I feel like it's given me the ability to accomplish things that I feel like I wouldn't have been able to do like individually because there's strength in numbers. And I feel like I always love the aspect of a crew. So like battle wise or like performance wise, there's just more strength in, in numbers. So like it gave me the ability to accomplish things that are so hard to accomplish by yourself, you know, because like, like. Battle-wise, you know, like, if, like, four of us show up, then it's, like, you know the entity that is the Floridians. You may not know 
us individually, but you know that together, you know, we all represent this one thing, you know, and so you kind of like represent the faction as opposed to just being Hans at this thing. And it's like Hans, it's like, you know, it's a lot easier. But I think that in regards to life, it's like a check and balance thing because, you know, I feel like that's a place where I find the most honesty and the most, I think the most uh, accountability, you know, because um, I think within the crew, like, you know, um, especially like we're, we're, we're very honest with each other, you know, and so if you're fucking up or if you're like doing something that's not, I guess like, yeah, it's not morally sound or like, you know, you're not being real with yourself. Like we'll let each other know. We won't let each other look fucking stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that those two things kind of built this, like it became past a dance crew and became more of like a family type thing, which is like very, very hard because dance crew feels like business and stuff. But like we've kind of, uh, surpassed that and now we're like this like yeah it's like a family you know like a like a real thing you know like when we see you know Mimi's daughter it's not like oh that's your kid it's like oh this is like my niece or right. like you know this is like Uncle Sam you know mm-hmm. or, or like not Uncle Sam like takes your money I guess <laughs> but um like it's like you know it's just like I'm um, like a step past a dance crew that's just like we meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays and dance and like yeah you know stuff like that so it's genuine yeah, 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 it's really genuine. Yeah. So let's talk about Thesis. Boo! <laughs> uh, an event that happens around your birthday. Yes. You originally didn't plan for it to be reoccurring. No. Could you expand upon that? Yeah, it's supposed to just be a... Well, yeah, Thesis is a, a multi-day event that I have at the beginning of the year. And I started it... I started the idea in 2014, but I had my first one in 2015. And it's supposed to be a one-time thing, like putting together all the things that I've learned and like experienced from Florida and just like, you know, doing something for the community before me and the guys left from LA. And so I was like, I do a lot of showcasing, I do a lot of battles and I do a lot of teaching. So I'm gonna have an event to where I have a showcase, a battle and a workshop. And, you know, I'm gonna invite performers and like have a good time and like, then I'm gonna get the hell out of here and you know, I can feel like I gave something back to the community and it was way bigger than what I thought it was gonna be and like way more impactful to me and just like, just the community. And I was like, man, that was really cool. And somebody was like, cool, so what's the date for next year? And I was like, what? And like, <laughs> another person was like, oh, okay, cool. So who you bring it next year? And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? So I ended up, you know, being roped into like five of them, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, it's, and now it's like my, I consider it like my life's work, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, we just had one, we had the fifth one, was that yesterday? Oh shit. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's one long fucking day. Oh my God. Yeah, we just had one this past weekend and it was great and it was the biggest one and it was the best one and it was the most fulfilling one and like it's like it was the most advanced one and just like in every single way and yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. Somewhere down the line, it started to become more about you. Yeah. Uh, Tell me about that. Yeah, Um, I think unintentionally um, it did because I... I like to do things a certain way and I'm really hands-on with certain things because I'm afraid of like 
misdirection or like stuff like that, you know? Um, so I think that my, my vision for it became bigger than what was, what may have been better for the community, you know? And um, yeah, I think that like, I, I think it just kind of went in the direction and then I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is fucking weird because it's, this isn't about me. You know, I think it was like around the flyer creation because the old flyer, the 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 past flyers were like like uh, sketches of me, you know. Mm. And so like it was me hosting because it was my event. And, you know, I and, and I would teach at the event just because like, you know, I felt like I had something to share. And I wanted to like, you know, show my experiences and like my understandings. And I think like right before 2020, you know, like in the in the create in the creative like stages of, of 2020, I remember <laughs> this is actually a really fucking funny story. I was working with the designer Energy. Shout out to Energy because he's drawn yeah. some insane um, artwork for a thesis. But we were working on the next flyer, and I think I had told him some like ideas that I had, you know, about like how to like incorporate more stuff. And he showed me a sketch of what it looked like and I'll show you guys after the yeah. after the interview but he showed me a sketch and it was like a giant Hans and like <laughs> and it was like a crowd of people with their hands up and I had like four <laughs> arms and like I was like yo this is fucking creepy yo I was like I, I don't know I don't know what it was about it but I was like no yeah. I was like no I cannot do this this looks like Hans Fest you know <laughs> like, you know and like and like, not like the artwork was like bad, but just, I think just like, I think the perception that I had for it and like how I thought it would be perceived and like, it, it just kept, you know, it was just like, it was just, I'll show you guys, yeah. but like, it, it wasn't the artwork, but it was just how it looked in my eyes. And I was like, we can't do this because I, for starters, it was already hard walk, like seeing people walk around with my face on like a hang tag, you know? Yeah. Like, or like my face is like a Snapchat filter or like my face on like lollipops and shit. I was just like, this is a little fucking weird, you know? So like we went, I, I was like, no, we got to go like a completely different direction. And I'm like, how do we do this? What am I doing this for? What do I need to do? And I'm like, this isn't about me. This is about like the fucking community. And I said that at the end of the last one mm -hmm. and it became a sound bite for the video, for the, for the, promo video and I would just kept looking at it and I was like, yeah. it's not about me. I'm like, it would be fucking cool if like, it was a small, it was like a regular size me with like the community behind me and we're like in the shape of Florida. And energy was like, yo, we could put Florida in it. Like we can have people from the scene and we were like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and then he actually fucking did it and it right. was insane. And like the flyer for 2020, yeah, the flyer for 2020 kind of exploded and kind of drew a lot of people to come. So I think that <laughs> in hindsight like looking at it as like the flyer that we have now that we have like so much artwork and like so much appreciation versus Hans Fest 2020 with like you know this cult following and yeah yeah it's <laughs> a no-brainer I'm so happy it went the way it did yeah know? yeah <laughs> but like I've, I've also been pulling back you know like I this like this last thesis I didn't teach for the first time you know, this this thesis and the last thesis before this, I wasn't emceeing. I would emcee uh, all the battles I pulled back and I found people to do that. I 
was it DJing the whole thing? I pulled back and I found somebody who could DJ so that like it would be less about me and what I was doing and like how it's like come to Hans's thesis and more so like just the actual experience and it became more fulfilling for other people and for me and like right. yeah that I feel like that's why this one was the best one because it was less about me and being like look at what I made and more so like look at what is happening right now yeah you know? and there's people from all over that come out for this event yeah um yeah and i think because me and the guys uh have a another event called crew love it's a two-on-two battle we went on tour last year and we met a bunch of people and at every stop we had a 13 stop tour and at every stop we were like hey we also have an event it's the shit in january it's called thesis and like that plus the flyer plus four events before that you know it it just made people want to like come from all over and you know, this one was extreme because we had like Boston, we had Philly, we had Chicago, we had Atlanta, we had Salt Lake, we had Colorado, we had LA, mm -hmm. we had Canada, both Vancouver mm -hmm. and Toronto, New York, um, Texas wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we just had a lot of like people. And then on top of that, we had like the Florida community so it was just unreal to see like how many people we had there like from different places and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. One big melting pot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You for sure. People and it's just like yeah. Sit back and watch it all happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the preparation process for something like this. I mean, you've already announced dates for twenty twenty one. January seventh to the tenth. Shameless plug. Twenty twenty one. Do but, you uh, start working on that like? <laughs> now or is it like let me take a break like how long does it take <laughs> <laughs> i am i have <laughs> i have a bit of an addiction to like working just because i've seen the product of like you know putting the work in for something and see, like seeing like, where it'll come to so like I, based off of that like i just od on like you know getting stuff done so I <laughs> I was already working. You're already halfway I, done. I was <laughs> I was already I was already working on it's not even thesis 2021 because we're dropping the dates now because the it's like graduating. Like I felt like twenty like graduating in twenty ten was like, you know, the cool one until twenty twenty. I feel like twenty twenty one is just unattractive. So we're uh -huh. gonna go like to like Roman numerals and numbers. Yeah. We'll go like Thesis six, thesis seven, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but like the next one is, uh, I was already working on it like halfway into 2020. I was like, yo, when 2020 is done, like I'm already, I already know what the dates are. I already know when 2020 started. Yeah, the one that we gotcha. just did when when we were like halfway in the process I see of what that. You're okay. I was already halfway in the process of 2021's okay. thesis, mm -hmm. and so like I was like already. I'm already like ahead of the game as far as like who I want to bring out, the dates, what I want to do, you know, and because I have less time, because I had technically two years to do this one, I have less time. So I had to be ahead of the game to like, you know, catch up because I mm -hmm. definitely need to take some fucking time off because I am a shell of a man right now. I am a walking spirit because I'm so tired and, um, you know, um, I need to take off some time and then I also have other stuff that I want to do. So I think that if I felt like if I planned it early enough, then um, I, I wouldn't have to do it later on and I wouldn't have to rush and, like, yeah. you know, 
stuff yeah. like that. So it's but. like a very long process. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it also, you know, after a while, it runs itself, you know, like it, you have like a monkey sheet of like, you know, I need this, 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 and this. I need to submit these flyers. I need to tell people about this. And then when this date comes, I need to work on this. I need to organize this. And then when the event comes, I need to do this. And so like, it gets easier and easier and easier. So you just plug stuff in. Like you just mm-hmm. plug in the people, you plug in the places, you plug in the times, and then it just kind of does itself. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you ever find yourself needing like recentering or a reminder of why you began dancing? Did you ever at one point lose your why? Yeah, I lost it when I moved to LA because I was so focused on trying to uh, make use of my time and rub elbows and meet people and do stuff and like, you know, hit the ground running and like I lost it because I was so into the idea of like, you know, just like I said, like I put in the work, the thing will come. So I'm like, if I just keep putting in work and doing all this stuff and I I I figured out like that I wasn't really doing shit for myself anymore. And like I think that like I had to step back from like, you know, taking class and I had to step back from just different stuff like here and there, like dance-wise for me to realize, okay, the fuck do I want to do? How do I make that happen? And then we'll move from there. And so like, I had like this like huge, re- not regrouping, but like, just like, you know, trying to like, re- like re-figure out what my purpose is around like, mm-hmm. wasting like two years, two, three years in LA. I was like, okay, I feel like now I know like actually what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, which is whatever the fuck. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you know. <laughs> How do you believe turning passions into careers <clears throat> happens? There, obviously, there's not just one way to do it, yeah. but what was your focus on when money seemed to flow the most? Because obviously, if you're just chasing money, you're never going to catch it. Yeah. Uh, you got to do it even if it makes you broke. And then you got to figure out how to do it so that you're not broke. For sure. That's money-wise. But I think that... Um, I think like the main thing is it, it's like it sounds like I like it feels like I keep repeating myself, but it's like you gotta figure out what you want to do, and you gotta figure out how to do it, and then you do it. Because I feel like people kind of get lost in like step one and step two. They're like, I want to, you know, I want to be a better dancer, you know, and then they'll get stuck there and they'll just get complaining and be like, I want to get better. I feel like I'm not better. I want to get better. And then the part after that is when you think about what you have to do to get better so then you like understand like what are the steps to getting better and then the last one you just have to fucking do it which is really hard because some people don't even by the time you muscle up the energy to, to really look at yourself and really figure out what you have to do doing it is so hard you know like doing it so yeah. i think that like those are the three things that'll help you get anything done figure out what do you, what you want to do figure out how you want to do it and then do that shit are repeat you, are you a long-term planner oh yes you see the yeah. yeah yeah i am i yeah because it's 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 easier when the time comes I, my calendar has so many different colors all the way up to like november yeah i i have like yeah between now and november i think i have like my, my girlfriend hates me for this but i think <laughs> i have like six seven weekends available maybe (laughs) pending you know so like it's just like i'm going here and i'm doing this and then this is what i'm doing this and then like when the time comes i just go on autopilot and i'm like 
you know, just doing it, you know, so then it's not like ridiculously hard to like put it together last minute, you know, that I find so much peace in that versus like super stressing and trying to like just figure shit out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much easier that Mm -hmm. way. What's uh, the biggest lesson that 2019 taught you? Mm-hmm. It's probably a weird noise to hear. Not, <laughs> not, not <laughs> yeah. It's That's his weird. thinking noise. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that. Yeah, we'll keep <laughs> that in keep post. That in there. Um, <laughs> um, I think. Let's see. I th- oh shit! I learned so much. I feel like I learned a lot about understanding. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I think understanding and um, empathy and like trying to understand the fact that like, not only thinking about what I think, but like what other people think and why they come to the conclusion that they come to or like the feelings that they have. Mm -hmm. And then like, I think that that in return made me more open to things instead of just being like, that's stupid or that person's stupid or they just don't think the way that they're supposed to you know I think that I started like looking at things more um just more of like on a spectrum and like started believing more so like the idea of like of not knowing some shit you know like or like not being all knowing like the space for things to be different or not the way that I understand like once I started thinking like that I started being more open to things and more understanding and like I felt like I made more advancements because of that, you know, not only in, you know, art, but like in my relationship, in my, um, my family life, in my, you know, my brotherhood with my friends. Yeah, I feel like 2019, I started to, yeah, be more understanding for sure, which is really fucking hard. Like being understanding of other people's feelings and like other situations is really fucking hard. But like mm-hmm. in the long run, it's like so much better. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Most influential person in your life? Whoa! Um, <laughs> this is some tough fucking questions. <laughs> uh, shit. It's tough. That's, that's tough because I think everybody plays a different role. So I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can pick... Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm okay, so I think as, as selfish as it sounds, maybe myself. I mm. think that like my, like I'm the most influential on myself because I'm constantly trying to figure out what the fuck I want and like what I what's really important to me. And I yeah. think that like you know, I think like a close second would be literally everyone around me. You know, like from like just because I don't keep anybody around me that isn't positively influential. You know, so I feel like my crew who who I live with or my girlfriend or my family, like, I feel like, you know, they're influential because they, you know, help me not be so stubborn or so stuck on things, you know? So, yeah, that's a fancy way of saying that I don't want to single anybody out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice navigating that question. Other than Mona, it's not Mona. It's definitely not Don- you. Oh <laughs> it's God. definitely not you. Mona! <laughs> She's going to listen to this. I know yeah. she is. Yeah. <laughs> So we got one more question, and it's, like, really uh, a bit okay. philosophical, I guess. I don't know. Oh. I, just, I wrote it, though, so here we go. Okay, cool. So I like to think of... Okay, it's about purpose, obviously, because yeah. we're here, Purpose Project. Yeah. I like to think of purpose in a metaphor as in the sun. 
Okay. So okay. the sun, it's like your highest operating self. Okay. Uh, potential and power are synonymous and you are at peace uh, in your calling. When you're doing something that aligns with your purpose, you can feel it physically. Usually. Yeah. What makes you feel the most aligned? Ooh. Um, I think what... Ooh, fuck. That's a good question. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah. Okay. I feel like um, events... I feel like putting events together, not even anything specifically, but like, I think that might be my biggest calling, I say, like, or like the thing that I would find the most purpose in, because like, I feel like it's easy to do shit for yourself, you know, and like your own and like, and like intentions and stuff like that. But I feel like the most rewarding thing is when you do stuff. Serving others. Serving others. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because like. It's like, for instance, like for battling, it's so fun to battle when you have the right mindset. But for me, I think DJing a battle would be more fun than entering a battle because then I can be in the process that makes everyone have fun, that makes me have fun, as opposed to me having fun that may not make everybody have fun. You know, it's more yeah, of like- Yeah, you're like that liaison <clears throat> between- Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's less about me which, you know, in return, like, I guess, like, does something for me. That's not the, you know, the focus. But, like, it, it kind of, like, you know, it works in my favor. But, like, it also comes to the aid of other people, you know, who could benefit from it. Who could then be in, in a position to then do the same for other people. And then so on and so on, you know. And um, I think that that's way more important than just, like, Doing shit for yourself and doing shit because, like, you know, it makes you happy because I feel like, yeah, just, like, serving others is, like, super important because then they will serve others and then they will serve others and then, like, it's just this one big, like... Domino effect. Yeah, you know, it's 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 so much better than just individually me. It's all about me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. So, I think the underlying theme of this whole conversation is asking yourself what am i doing this for yeah because that's like a big theme i've noticed super like intention like, yeah intention yeah, yeah. yeah that was actually my word for last year I nice like, i need to focus on you know nice good. but thank you so much for talking to me and you know, i made it get, i you were so scared you were so scared my voice would make it <laughs> because i lost it like 30 times this weekend but <laughs> We yeah. made it. You can't see us. And you spoke for almost an hour. Jeez. I got a lot of shit to say. <laughs> Let's go another hour. No, that was great. Thank no, you. No, thank you guys because, you know, um, yeah, it's always cool to not like feel like appreciated, but to like share and like, you know, have a sit down because I feel like dancers don't talk enough. For sure. We, I feel like we uh, focus on showing and like, yeah. looking at stuff but we never really take the time to really say or express how the fuck we feel so exactly. it's super important to yeah me, you know. that's why i'm cultivating this so pop pop <laughs> yes and then if you're listening to me listen to the next one and then listen to the one after that and then take a break and go back and listen to the one before me and then the one before that and then go back to mine and then just keep going. No, what a plug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Thank sure. you. Thank you. Thesis 2021 is January 7th through the 10th. And you can head to thesisdance.com for more information and follow Hans at Remember Hans.
If you're interested in being part of the movement and craving to have your voice heard, let us know. That's what we're here for, to spread light, give people a platform to amplify their voice, and so much more. Stay tuned for our next episode with Julie Johnson, a legend to us all whom we had the privilege to sit down and talk with.